What is up, guys? Welcome to the Byler Bomb Show. I am your host, Austin Byler, and today's guest, Marcus Wilson, the 18th overall prospect with the Arizona Diamondbacks, former second-round pick out of Los Angeles, California. Guys, this dude signed out of high school. He was 17 years old when he signed his professional contract to go play with the Diamondbacks, and he's currently 22. Just had a great season in high A, man. He's looking to really build off of that. Uh, Over 40 extra base hits, over 26 bags, playing a dynamic center field. Really just a great player and a great character, man. I really can't wait for you guys to get into his story, hear a little bit about his path to the major league level and, and how he got there, man. The support of his family, we dig into that a little bit and how important it is to have a, a strong support group around you, have other players and people in your life that support what you're doing and want to see you succeed in your life. So I'm really excited to kind of share his story with you guys. He was 17 years old when he first got to that professional level, guys. So that's an incredible feat right there. And I played with him when he was 18 in Missoula, Montana. We won the championship, and it was just a great time, guys. I mean, this dude put a smile on my face, man. He brought the energy. He had this calm, smooth swagger about him. And just somebody who I've always cherished to be around, man. Just a great person and somebody who I really enjoy uh, to be around and to be with, man. And I, lo- I love this guy, man. He's, a- he's an awesome dude. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this podcast with Marcus Wilson from the Arizona Diamondbacks. And remember, guys, to go check out Major League University. We're an online baseball training platform focusing on the mental side of the game, really trying to bring that mental side to the youth baseball and help these athletes discover who they are, their identity, and why they play the game and what really makes them click inside. So go check us out at MajorLeagueUniversity.com, and I hope you guys enjoy. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Byler Bomb Show. I'm your host, Austin Byler, and today we have our guest, Marcus Wilson, prospect in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. He's an outfielder, one of my favorite teammates that I've ever had, guys. Always had a great attitude and and just came to the yard ready to play, and he's got a really bright future ahead of him. Only 22 years old, native from Southern California, and he's out on a mission, guys. He's ready to get after it this year and and get to spring training and, and get things going. So, Marcus, welcome to the show, man. Thank you guys for having me, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, Marcus, kind of just start off kind of telling guys these guys your story and, and where you come from, kind of what brought you on to play baseball mm-hmm. and, and pursue your dream of being a major league baseball player. Okay. So, well, I'm from Southern California in the Culver City area. I went to Sarah High School in Gardena. And from there, man, I think I really started loving the game, I would say, my ninth grade year. Um I was at Hamilton High School in Culver City, and you know I was just playing that for fun. Met a lot of cool people my freshman year. Um, um, Kesson Hira with the Brewers now. Um, a couple other guys I could name off, but you know, learning the game from a young age, man. I, dude, I couldn't. I can't say it enough, man. How much I love this game, but you know that. And when I went over to Sarah my junior year, is where. Um, I actually kind of started taking baseball a little bit more serious. I finished my junior year with uh, my good friend Dominic Smith, and you know he was—he had all these scouts at these games because he was a top-round pick. I think he was like the 11th overall pick, and you know scouts always coming to our practice, and we would work out in front of them. And I guess some scouts kind of told me something like, "Hey, man, like I, you're better than you think." And I was kind of like, I, I was still playing for fun, and just I was like, "Yeah, cool, like whatever, like." We'll see where it goes, and then I got invited to a after the season. We won the we won the championship. That was cool. Won at Dodger Stadium, and then 
I got invited to this uh, PG National Showcase, and this is where all the top players in the country go. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I'll go. I mean, what, <laughs> what, me else, what else? What else? I got to lose? But I was like, okay. I went there. I did pretty good. Ran like a six six sixty. Threw hard from the outfield. Hit pretty decent in the tournament. And sure enough, they called me in the back room. They're like, hey, like you're one of the finalists. Take a picture of this, this, and that. So I did all that. And what? Um, about a couple months go by. And me being the negative Nancy I was back in the day. <laughs> so these rankings came out. And me being me, I, <laughs> I didn't look at the top 50. I went on like the 50 to 100. I looked at the list. I'm like, I'm not on that. I was like, damn. I went from 150. And I was like, dang. Then I went from the 150 to 200. I was like, oh, man, I'm terrible. <laughs> I was like, oh, well. And then I looked. I was like, for the hell of it, I'll just look at the top 50. Sure enough, I'm looking down. I see Alex Jackson, Nick Borden, Toki Tucson, a lot of good friends of mine on the list. They were great coming out of high school and great to this day. And then, um, you know, kept scrolling I see my name pretty high I was like oh wow I, I honestly surprised myself and then from that point on I really took baseball serious started hitting the weights for the first time um, working my butt off man I would I would hit at um, a place called Baseball Central from I want to say 10 to 12 at night wow. on top of the homework before that and you know, I really actually dedicated myself to that season. I did great. I did good. Didn't fold under the pressure. Got drafted decently high, 69th with the D-backs, and then, you know, the rest is kind of history, man. Yeah, man, yeah. definitely. I mean, so you grew up. You're playing in, in a competitive Southern California league. Definitely. You've got a lot of good friends down there that you still hang out with, work out with in this off season, mm -hmm. and and kind of take me through that playing with a lot of great names and, and players that are just breaking the cusp in the MLB and in my opinion have a very bright future just as yourself having mm -hmm. a bright future in the MLB and and how is that playing with guys who are kind of on that same mission as you to, to get to the big leagues and, and to experience that it's awesome and a little bit kind of surreal because I've been playing well my good friend he's actually staying with me right now his name is Dominic Smith I've said him before but um yeah Dominic Smith's living at my house right now he's he's staying here so he can hit with his hidden coach and you know, just being out, being able to hang out with him. I've known him since I was 10 years old. Been playing with him since I was 10. Yeah. So, you know, always looked up to him. You know, he's a great hitter, you know, first base for the Mets, as everybody knows. And, um, you know, it's like I kind of like I kind of look back on it as like there's no way like like what are the chances of this really happening? Yeah. And it's pretty slim to none. But, you know, working out with him, my good friend Jacob Nottingham's out here. Um, good friend Jason Martin. I work out with all the time, um, Josh Morgan, I could, man, it's actually kind of crazy how many players I used to play with are actually at a level, like at a, what, double A and above everybody else, you know? That's incredible. So it's, it's really, it's, I can't believe it. Yeah, it's to this a day. surreal feeling. Yeah, it is. But well, it's cool. Yeah, man. we all root for each other, man, it's, it's honestly a great atmosphere when we're all together and. You know, I, I wish those guys nothing but the best. So, you know, it's it's cool just to watch them grow too, as well as myself, you know. Absolutely, man. Mm -hmm. For for those of you who don't know Willie, and I call him Willie, <laughs> I think I think it rings. Um, oh, yeah. 
But yeah, everybody in the org calls me Willie. Yeah, man. So mm-hmm. I've watched your development, man, from the last four or five years, and it's incredible because playing with you in Missoula, Montana, you're oh, 17 man. years old, man. You're fresh out of high school, basically. <laughs> and just the the maturation process and, and development of a human being is unreal, but just to see it in you, man, your body's different, your mind's different. Mm-hmm. You've got this mission, and I feel like this year especially, you're super focused, man, going into this year and, and trying to have a great year starting off in spring, which we got a couple weeks away. Kind of tell us your thoughts and and why or what is your mission for this year? Like, what are you trying to accomplish out there on the diamond? Coming after a trying season in Visalia, I didn't feel like it was all that bad, but I ran into a couple tough luck and had problems with contact and whatever. You know, I sat down and I was like, okay, I got to really take this seriously. So I got a house in Arizona. 15 minutes from the complex, 15 minutes from Chase. So that's my goal. I want to stay here at the end of the year. But, you know, I did that. I got a great trainer. His name is Justin Wakefield. He um, works. He's kind of like an independent guy, but he's got me in the best shape of my life. I'm weighing 205. Feel great. Been hitting almost at live pitching right now. So I've, ne- I've never done that in the off season. You know, I'm, I'm really taking this season very seriously. I feel great. I feel almost, I mean, I'm pretty spring ready, but, you know, I'm trying to get to a good, off to a good start of my season, not spring training. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not always the greatest to do good in spring training, great in spring training, because then you obviously go up and down, and then you see how long you can ride it, but when you go off into the season, you have a couple of days off and kind of messes some things up, but, yeah, you know. I feel like I have a pretty good idea what I need to do to get ready for this year. So it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. This year's gonna be fun. I'm excited to see what you got in store, man. So yeah. kind of walk us through that whole process coming out of high school. You're 17 years old and oh, you're boy. getting drafted in the second round by the Arizona Diamondbacks, and now you're getting almost fed to the wolves, man. You're out there and you're in the fire. You're playing with college, high-end college guys, and and 23, 24, 25 year old dudes and they're basically developed as humans, mm-hmm. and, and you're still yeah. this young kid, not even developed a true man. adult, man, which is yeah. incredible to me. How was that for you, stepping oh, on that field? Man? A kid weighing over his head. That's exactly what I say to every kid that <laughs> wants to think about going pro in high school, because I talk to a lot of high school guys. I talk to a, man, a ton of them. I'm like, man, you got to go to college. I cannot preach go that enough. College. Just go to college for one Personally, when you get drafted decently high and you had all these accolades, Under Armour, PGA All-American, you got all these. I mean, looking back at it now, it really doesn't mean anything. But, you know, your head kind of gets a little big, like going into your senior year. And then, (laughs) yeah, your head gets big. And (laughs) you you hear all these scouts and be like, man, you you know, like you got to be ready. Like, you yeah. have to be ready. You're like, man, I'm ready. Like, this guy does not know who I am and this, this, and that. Oh, man. I remember I got to I remember I remember got to the field for the first day. Because you sign, and immediately you're out there. You're, I remember he was like, oh, yeah, can you come out? I got drafted. And he was like, oh, yeah, you got you to gotta come out tomorrow. I was like, man, I got to get my affairs in order a little bit first. So they give me like three, four days. They're like, okay, cool. So I missed a little bit of mini camp. I show up. My first at bat, 
professional baseball. What's up, Archie Bradley? Ooh, the beard. The Fear beard. The beard. Fear the beard. <laughs> My first at bat was off Archie Bradley, and he had, man, I've never felt this kind of pain ever hitting because, first of all, I mean, I was pretty pretty used to a wood bat, and I didn't have the thumb guard. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> so he comes in. Like, you know, as a high school guy, you never get pitched in. Period. Yeah. Like, it's just your happy zone, and you're going to be able to catch up to it. And you're going to hit it out. Yeah. But these guys, man, these guys are damn near about to be in the big leagues, you know. So they're pitching in at 90. What's was actually doing, like 98, you know. Jeez, just just shoving it in there. Jeez. And I never felt so much pain in my hand in my life. And I was like, I went up to the trainer, Ryan. He's actually our medical. He's a coordinator now. Wow. Yeah, okay, he's a medical yeah. coordinator. He's Kyle. He was Kyle, so. Yeah, he was Kyle's spot now. So okay. I went up to him. I was like, man, I cannot keep doing this. I went <laughs> two bats in a row, and I got jammed so bad, man. I come back to the dugout. I'm like, dude, I can't keep doing this. Like, you got something for me? He was like, yeah, put this on. That saved me a little bit. But, you know, I remember the first day, the first day, because that was the second day, the first day, you have to sit and watch it. And the speed of the game was Ooh. noticeably way faster than I was used to. I was sitting there, I was like, wow, like, this is pretty fast. And then not knowing what else is out there, like double-A, triple-A, big leagues, obviously. I mean, you can watch from the stands and you think it's easy. Yeah. But until you get up there close and, man, it's, I was way in over my head, man. I struggled my first year. I remember that and coming back to the offseason, I was like, just thinking. I was like, did I make the right decision? This, this, and that. And thinking <laughs> yeah. about it, but, you know, kind of stepped with it. My family, Monroe, kept me strong. I was like, yeah, you can do this, man. Like, it's okay. Like, just go back next year. Just do your thing. Like, don't worry about it. I kind of hit on that, Willie. Like, mm -hmm. how important is it to have that rock as your stronghold? Like, as you said, your family, your girlfriend, now fiance, mm -hmm. and, and people around Shout you, that Adriana. close knit group. Mm hmm. Yeah, shout out Adriana, doing great things in SoCal. That's my baby. I love you. <laughs> Let's do it. Man, so, like, when you have that close-knit group around you, for me at least, it mm -hmm. helped me get through the grind. It helped me get through college as well and, and kind of continuing on in my career now. But for you, how did that family support help you going right out of high school? You're going to a new state. probably haven't been out of state much other than that. Mm -hmm. and, and now you're going out playing baseball, which requires at least seven, eight months of your life at a time and that's incredible for the mental grind at it least, sounds right? fun but it's definitely different you yeah. know i remember the first full year was rough because i mean the first year you were gone for three months it was kind of like getting your feet wasn't pro ball and it was kind of fun you know had a couple great teammates tukey isan diaz you know Esan, was, shout out. oh man shout out Esan. <laughs> he's funny that's a funny kid <laughs> you know they were cool too but i mean I mean, I couldn't make this up, man. Like, I debated quitting at first. I was, after the first season, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I got to go. I got to go to college. I got to just give my money back. And I was like, man, I'd, I'd just rather go to college, develop, and then come back and do it. But wow. then my friend, my, my boy sat me down. He was like, hey, man, like, don't overreact. A lot of people do this. You know, my family was like, man, like, you got this. Like, don't don't worry about it. Because if not, if I didn't have my family, I would have quit. Hands down. But. Wow. So you're, I It's mean, very important. Oh, absolutely, man. And as a second rounder, basically, you're, 
you've got a lot of expectations. So dealing with exactly. that expectation is not easy as a young kid, mm -mm. especially when you have all these adults putting all this pressure on you and, and this outside external Definitely. noise that I'd like to say. And, and I kind of just want to ask you, Willie, how did you help cancel that noise out? Like, what did you do to separate yourself from the pack after that year? And then now, at least with your maturing process that you've gone through, how much more mentally ready and prepared are you today than you were four or five years ago? Um, very, I would say, man. I mean, in baseball, everybody says you got to grow fast. Yeah. And you don't really exactly know what that means when you're 17, 18, even 19 years old. You know, you have no idea what they're, what they mean. But hey, like, when you go through it, man, you see a lot of stuff, and you kind of, kind of get used to it. You know. Yeah. You know, because you know, we go to the yard, man. We'll have how many days off in a year? It's not a lot. It's not. It's really not a lot, man. So you you just know that you're going to the yard every day. You get in a routine. I didn't know what a routine was, man, until I got to Low A. That's when I first got a routine, and that took three-ish years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, it takes it takes a little while. I mean, older guys obviously will have a routine. I was 20 in Low A, so. How do you stick with that routine? Like, how do you take your confidence, and how does that build on your confidence? I should say. I think your routine, your routine is your confidence. Wow. Okay. Your routine is your confidence because when you have something you trust, and then you see results too. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can really ask for, you know. Easier on your mind, you know. That's that's what you mean. You need to be easy on your mind, man, because you play a failure-based sport. Yeah. And you're. And your brain is always programmed, hey, like, you got to survive. Just survive. Just survive. So failing three out of ten times is very hard on your brain because you're not, you're technically not surviving in your brain. You got to do it more than once. But Yeah. So it's, it's just the way you program, man. But I definitely, I definitely agree with that, though. Your, your routine is your confidence. If you don't have a routine, you have nothing to trust in. You'll fall for anything, basically. Yeah. Definitely. But if you stand for something, you're not gonna fall for anything. Like you're not gonna fall for much. So wow. you won't get out of your bad, out of your good habits. You try new stuff. If you have something that works, man, stick with it. Cause at the end of the day, it is your career. Absolutely. But don't be stubborn and just be like, "No, nah, this doesn't work for me. I'm not gonna do it." Because then again, these guys are helping you. Some have no experience in the big league. Some have 10, 15 years. You know, like got to be open to listen to these people because I've, I've known people that have 10 plus years in the big leagues but I can't relate to them and then I can relate to a guy that has no experience in the big leagues yeah. you know? so sometimes they don't interpret it the right way so you got to just and also comes with experience man Yeah, just you, you know you see it I mean you're your own best hitting coach at the end of the day though so just like you said, Willie, man, it's your career. And for any young kids out there, even pro athletes, anybody out there who's trying to make something of themselves and make it to that ultimate level that they want to be at, whether it's a professional baseball player or a boxer or a football player, whatever that is in your career, whatever your dream looks like, you've got to stick with something that works for you and right. something that you can trust every day to build on your confidence, like you said. And that mm -hmm. sort of stacking the positives is how I like to say it, man, those self-affirmations. And now 
when you have that confidence, mm-hmm. you're working harder than the next guy. You're doing more than the next guy. So now you're standing above. You're, you're a better. You're more prepared, I guess, mm-hmm. for that moment. So now you just got to play. Now it's relax, and mm-hmm. then that leads into the next question, bro. Is how do you have so much fun, man? Because when we showed up, man, you would never get angry. It was rare. And maybe I was just missing it. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but you would show up and you're oh. laughing, man. You're, you're laid back, like yeah. almost like Hawaiian style, man. It was oh, cool. Oh, no, man. That comes that comes from my mom, man. She told me to be like a very calm kid. Yeah. my dad's almost kind of like the complete opposite. So, like, we always laugh about that. But, you know, I was always a calm kid. Never really got mad. I think Adri's my fiance has only seen me mad maybe a handful maybe two handful of times yeah like it doesn't it's it's very rare you know i'm just a laid back kid from southern california nothing really bothers me i think that helps me though yeah definitely. a lot i think I mean, it helps you manage it, the it stress helps. Man. exactly man <laughs> oh man because it's a stressful <laughs> game man you can't just be slamming your helmet, slamming your bat after every at bat you get out. Cause I got how many hits last year? Like 105. <laughs> Next to like 450 at bats. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of times you're walking back to the dugout, not not doing what you want to do. So yeah. you can't just be a Debbie Downer. You can't be mad, man. You gotta have fun. Cause at the end of the game, man, this game is fun. Yeah. Like, what's better than hitting the homer? Hit nothing, it's man. nothing. Trying like, the bases, nothing is better than bit, hitting the homer. the chest. Exactly, <laughs> man. Like, there's nothing better than doing that. So when you do get those chances, like, you should take them in and you should have that ride for the longest. So you don't focus on your negative. You always focus on the positive. You always focus on the positive because it's such a negative sport. Because yeah. no, t- people tend to just, you know, tend to just like focus. Oh man, like I struck out. And you do you have two hits and be like, man, I struck out today. Like, like no, you can't, you can't think like that, man. You gotta, you gotta always just cancel out all the negative in this game because it, it will never help you. Yeah, definitely. It'll never help you. That's so real. Sticking with the positive and even make a positive out of a negative situation mm-hmm. and take the light in the darkness, as I like to say, is like finding something you're good at and being proud of that, man. Like you're playing a kid's game. Like we you're said. playing a kid's game. At the end of the day, exactly, man. You're playing a game for a living yeah how many people get to say that less than one percent man you're one of them i'm saying it's incredible it's 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 a blessing man so as many times you can remember that because i know people that bust they bust their butt man and they don't really have fun they're just worried about surviving they're just worried about oh man i gotta make it to next year i gotta make it to next year i want to keep playing but like they're not fun they put so much pressure on themselves and they don't do good and it comes from just the stress part and not having fun with the game. Like you need to, you need to let loose when you play this game, man. You can't think, you can't do any of that stuff. Just let loose, go have fun, go smile, smile, and just leave it out on the field, man. Just smile. I think it's fun. proven science that smiling actually eases your tension. Really? I think so, yeah. I, mean, I like to think so, man. Really? It helps me, at least. I'm going hey, whatever play. helps you, man. It, you could think the sky's purple, but if that helps you hit, man, hey, keep saying you, it. Whatever gets you that average going yeah, and gets yeah. you them ribbies and, and gets you to that next level, right? Yeah. So, Willie, a couple more questions, man. 
I kind of want to hit on one explain that grind like what what does it take to get through the grind a long season because with injuries a happening season. and that mentality type deal like how does it mm-hmm. like, that's got to take a toll on your body for that many games so how do you keep yourself prepared to stay on the field so if nobody knows I've, I played two full seasons so I'm still kind of on the newish side to it I'll be kind of over the hump probably after this year but I played two full seasons and I can honestly say the first year I'd say teammates I don't know why but man I, I think this is the best advice I can give anybody teammates will make this game so much easier for you because the year I went off in 2017 I had I had five, I had the whole team was great teammates man I had John Duplantier, Anthony Greer, Luis Silverio, Josh Chisholm, Mac Lemieux. I have to name off a whole bunch of people, man. And I swear, I never felt like I was going to work. Wow. I was smiling constantly, man. Like, I was just joking around with, with the guys. Like, you guys I was, were good. And, then, too, and we were right? good, too, man. We were, And we would hit, man. Like, But that also comes from, like, a loose clubhouse. And, you know. I've been in clubhouses where it's not like that. Not like our team in Missoula where we won it all. Yeah. Man, everybody on the team from day one meshed together. Yeah. I don't know what it was, man. We 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 known the new draft guys, so it was me, Eson, and a couple other dudes that have been in the org, and the rest of us draft guys. And then from day one, we all just meshed. It was it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen, but it was fun. And I definitely say everybody that had, I mean, mostly everybody had a good year. I would yeah. say so. So that, those help, man. And then I've seen other teams that they'd be like, oh, man, like, yeah, we had a fight. We had a fight in our clubhouse today, this, this, and that. Like, those teams were in last place. Wonder yeah. why, you know? Got a whole bunch of eye people, but it was never because it is technically, it's technically like a results-based business. And if you don't do good, you won't stay. But if you're a teammate guy, I've seen people stay a long time. Yeah. I've seen people stay a long time. That that just man, if you be a good teammate, man, you'll always you'll have a job. Yeah. Personally, man, and you're just that much funner to be around. Like everybody wants to be around you. Like who doesn't want that? Exactly, you know? man. Always being a team guy, man. And that just shows how when you're going to work or whatever you're doing for your life occupation, like mm-hmm. the people around you make that fun. Like for the most part, they make that environment a better place to be. Like our Missoula team, man, 2015, we oh, won the man. championship. That was one. That was incredible. I would say one of my funnest years, definitely playing baseball in general. Yeah. The whole year, so I can amazing. go back to being 10 years old, man, and just not caring, having a care in the world, and just winning championships and stuff like that. But definitely Missoula was one to remember. First of all, it was my first championship. You know, it was yeah. our first championship in professional baseball, man. Like it was, it was exciting. You know? Yeah. So. So Willie, I love that. What? Two more questions. Yeah, now. No problem, what? Man. What drives you to be the best player you can be? Like, what is your ultimate legacy that you want to leave on the game of baseball when you're done? <laughs> oh man, I, I just want to be that guy that even killed, but knows how to get after it on the field, man. Like. I always had a kind of like a problem with that. Everybody thinks I'm I'm too easygoing. Like it looks like laziness. But yeah. I'm easygoing, man. But I also have a fire. Like, like I want to play this game. Like I think you got I, a fire inside. Yeah, you have a fire inside. You always gotta have fire inside. But definitely, man. Like 
I want people to know that I love the game of baseball. And, like, I do. I, I bust my ass every single day. Because it's not just, oh, let me take a day off here, a day off here. Like, I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm going to just chalk it in. Like, chalk it up. That's a L. But, no, you can't do that. Like, I, I bust my butt every single day. I go to the field. I work hard. I do my cage work. You know, and I get better at my craft every day. And I can honestly say for somebody in a slot where you feel like you're getting you're getting um, overlooked, because I've definitely been a, a victim of that situation. And I've, I've went about it the wrong way, and then I've had years where I went about it the right way. I would say focus on yourself, because that other person that you're focusing on, it was like, man, I'm better than him, this, this, and that. You're not focusing on yourself, you know? Yeah. You got to focus. You have to focus on yourself, man, because at the end of the day, you know, you never know the other person. That dude might have a family to feed. Like, I mean, yeah, I obviously have a house I got to pay for and all that stuff, but I'm, I'm not worried about that. You know, some people always have more, but you got to, you have to focus on yourself, man, because at the end of the day, he's not going to help you. Yeah. You keep focusing on this guy, but he's not going to help you. So, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself. Right? And if you're not worried about the outside noise and you're able to focus on yourself, you're able to get yourself better. Absolutely, bro. That's one of the best advice I've gotten in Pro Bowl, definitely. That's and amazing. So. I mean, that's good news for anybody, like, mm -hmm. and, and logic for people to use in their life because it's a tool that you can take. You can't focus on the negatives. You can't focus on somebody else's energy because mm -hmm. now you're bringing your own energy down. And then it's probably bad energy, too, if you're bringing it back with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Definitely is, bro. Mm -hmm. Willie, one more question. So, Willie, what... Like, what is the importance of trusting yourself? How do you tell a high school kid, a pro guy or a college guy, or even an eight-year-old wanting to be a major leaguer that you need to develop self-confidence and trust your abilities and not listen to all of the excess things that are around you in your game rather than, or, or instead, trust your abilities and trust what you bring to the table, like you said earlier, with, with mm -hmm. you're your own hitting coach, you know? Yeah, so definitely. how do you develop that mentality trust as an athlete? Trust yourself. Kind of a hard one, man, but I'll, I'll answer it to the best of my ability. So, yeah. trusting yourself, it involves self-discipline. It involves, it sounds so corny, but trust, man. You have to trust in what you're doing, because if you don't trust what you're doing, why are you doing it? Yeah. And then you're just wasting your time, you know? So, if you don't uh, feel like you're wasting your time and... You, you know what you want to do. You already know what you want to do. That's play baseball. So you have to trust that. So if you don't trust in what you're doing, like it just it it'll fall apart, man. That that's the best way. Like it's it's so it's so complicated, but so simple at the same time. Like if you don't trust yourself, you will fail. Yeah. And I've definitely I you everybody's had thoughts of failure in the box. I don't care who you are, like. Like you've done it, and if you didn't, you're a liar. You know, if you keep a positive mindset, I would say definitely, if you had to trust one thing, it doesn't have to be your swing, your craft, nothing. Like, it just has to do with believing in yourself in the box and believing that you're the best person on the field. And that, that, that involves pitching, hitting, doesn't matter, coaching. If you believe you're the best person on the field, 
you will succeed. I fully believe that, man, because I've seen people with jacked up swings. I've seen people with just awful arm action. Anything you can name that you can do bad on the field. Like, I've seen people succeed. <laughs> yeah. Because they believe in themselves, you know? They so, trust. If you trust in what you believe in, you will succeed. I'll definitely say that. Trust Don't you worry believe. about what everybody else is doing. Politics, trust me. I know. I know it's in the game. <laughs> I get. I get that. It's but around. You have. It's around. You can't just ignore that. But it won't help you at the end of the day unless you focus on yourself, man. So that's that's awesome. That's what bro. I got for you. Well, Marcus. Definitely. I really appreciate you coming on the show today, man. It was a pleasure to have you. And, and I wish you nothing but the best for the rest of your career, bro. I know you're going to do amazing things. You're my things. dog, man, forever, and, dude. And soon, soon, you're going to be up there, man. I'll be watching you on TV, man. And, and hopefully coming out to the, to the games, watching the squad. And, oh, and man. Supporting Watch you, bro. the old squad go back out. <laughs> yes, man. Oh, taking man. it. I love it, man. Well, thank you, you still have your ring? I do. You do? I got, I got it, it up in, in the safe right now. <laughs> I saw it the other day. <laughs> Take it everywhere with mm-hmm. you, right? I love exactly. it, man. Well, man, I really appreciate you coming Dude, on, bro. Really thanks for having me, man. Really. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Bother Bomb Show. Please go share, like, and rate this podcast if you enjoyed it, man. I hope you took one thing away from Marcus and our conversation today. And remember, you can achieve anything you set your mind to. Peace.